It is Thursday. The first game of the NFL season starts tonight. I already have a countdown for every remaining second left until kickoff between the Lions and the Chiefs. But with football starting off already, we need to make all of the picks for the week. So today is going to be our Thursday NFL Pick'em Picks for the weekend. Tomorrow we're going to do college because that's when all the games start on Saturday. But we need to get our picks for the weekend underway. Let's get this episode started right. So I need to hold back a little bit of energy now. I will be doing the pick for tonight's game last only because I'm going to be hyped for it. So we're going to start with all the other ones first, and I know I have covered a little bit about this before. Um, I've edited some of the picks a little bit. For some reason, I decided to make this a segment last week. D- don't know what I was doing there, but you know what? We're on to a new week. It's a new day. It's a new episode. So when it comes to the picks for the first week of the NFL season, we'll start things off with Monday Night Football, Bills at Jets. I will be taking the Bills to win this one. Yes, I think both teams are going to be good. I think both are going to be playoff contenders. However, I will take the Buffalo Bills to win week one only because both teams are good, but the Bills have been together as this kind of group for the last couple of years now. Um, Robert Sala has still yet to prove that he can get a winning record with this Jets team. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is here. Yes, Dalvin Cook is there. Brees Hall's back. Garrett Wilson's a beast. Quinn and Williams on the defense. Can't forget Sauce Gardner. But the Bills have just kind of been a thing a little bit longer. They're a more proven uh, team as, as, a, as of recent years, at least. So I will be taking Buffalo to win on the road in primetime. Another primetime game, Sunday night football. We got America's team against the G-Man. Yes, the Cowboys and the Giants. I'm going to be taking them boys. I'm going to be taking the Cowboys to win this one. I just think that they have a little more of a balanced offense. I felt like the Giants were very run dominant and only used Daniel Jones last year when it was more of a game manager. I don't love Dak Prescott anymore. Honestly, it it depends on the day for me if it comes to picking Dak Prescott or Daniel Jones, but I do like the Cowboys defense a little more. I like their experience a little more, and I do like their weapons a little bit more. So I'm taking the boys. Rams at Seahawks. I will be taking the Seahawks. Yes, I like Geno Smith a little more than Matthew Stafford right now when it comes to durability, uh, just how they played last season. Do you like the weapons again as well? Cooper Cup is going to be out for this game. I'll be taking the Seahawks. That's an easy pick for me. Dolphins at Chargers. I will be picking the Finns. I changed my mind on this one. I was thinking the Chargers, but you know what? I like the Dolphins a little more in this one. Yes, Jalen Ramsey is going to be out for several weeks for the Dolphins, so I do worry about the secondary. But honestly, I I like Mike McDaniel more as a head coach more than I like Brandon Staley. I think that he is not a very good play caller. I think his offensive schemes for the Chargers over-relied on safe, simple checkdowns that ended up costing them games throughout the season last year. The Chargers have the talent to be a Super Bowl contender, but how they are coached and how they are play, how they play is not to the level what you would expect. So this is probably my game of the week. If you get this game, I highly recommend watching it. Or if you're an NFL Sunday ticket person, I'd watch some Dolphins Chargers because I think both of these teams are tier two in their division. I don't think they should be the favorite to win it. 
but I think both of them are playoff contenders, so it'll be interesting to see because this could be a wild card matchup eventually. Who knows? Next game, we got the Patriots hosting the reigning and defending NFC champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to take fly Eagles fly on this one. I like the defense of the Patriots to maybe keep this uh, a close one through three quarters, but I think the Eagles will do what they need to pull away late. I like their additions in the run game with DeAndre Swift. I like that as a depth piece, as a, a guy who can kind of burst into the scene and kind of be a big play guy. I do like their receivers a lot more than I like the Patriots. And overall, I think Hertz is a better quarterback than McCorkle Jones. So I will be taking the Eagles. On to the next one, the Vegas Raiders going into the Denver Broncos. I'll be picking Broncos country. Let's ride. Yes, I do think Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. I think Sean Payton is a much, much better coach than, uh, oh my goodness, why am I blanking on his name now? I almost said Sean McDermott. That is not right at all. Josh McDaniels. I knew there was a Mick there, Mick there somewhere. There's a lot of Micks. McDaniels. Uh, Josh McDaniels, you got Mike McDaniel, you got McDermott, you got Sean McVay. There's too many mix, okay? Come up with something more original. Anyway, I'll be picking the Broncos to win this one. I'm taking Broncos country. I like their defense a lot more than the Raiders. I like their offensive line a lot more than the Raiders. Overall, it seems to be a bit of a pick em right now, but I don't have any stock in, in Vegas this season at all. Um, I think Josh McDaniels is probably one of the hottest coaches when it comes to his hot seat. Not attractiveness. I meant hot, hot seat. Man, we're, we're stumbling today, but we'll, we'll get through. Moving on to the next one, we got the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. While a lot of people might be thinking Bears on this one, I'm going to be taking Go Pack Go. I'm going to be taking the Packers. I think Jordan Love is going to surprise some people. At the end of the day, uh, Jordan Love sat on the bench for three years almost watching Aaron Rodgers play football. And uh, he probably determined and figured out the formula of beating the Bears. I think he'll do it this week. Yes, it is a road game. Yes, it's a mid-afternoon game. I'm taking the Packers over the Bears in this one. Maybe I'm crazy. On to the next one, Texans at Ravens. I think this is a very safe pick. Rookie quarterback making his first start against an elite defense. I'm taking Baltimore on this one. Honestly, I think Baltimore is a team that could have competed for more uh, playoff games and Super Bowl appearances if it wasn't for injuries over the last couple of years. They're coming in healthy this time. Lamar's going to be ready. J.K. Dobbins is back and healthy. Odell Beckham's on the team now. I'm taking Baltimore over Houston. Moving on to the next game. This is a 1 o'clock game. Arizona Cardinals at Commanders. I think there's only one team playing this game that really is looking to win it. And so I will be taking that team, even though I don't like them. I'm taking the Commanders over the Cards. Again, Arizona's just trying to get Caleb Williams. They'll probably have to, you know, make sure he actually wants to be there. But, um, yeah, I'm taking the Commanders over the Cards in this one. I don't think the Cardinals have a single game on their schedule that they are trying to win more than another team this year. On to the next one. This is probably my biggest one when it comes to percentages. I'm taking the Steelers over the 49ers week one. Now, when I originally made this pick, I was thinking that, oh, well, Nick Bosa might not play. He's holding out for a contract. We're not sure. Will, will Nick Bosa play? Well, he's not going to. He's, he's not playing. Uh, or he is playing. Wow. Butchered that. Um, so, yeah, Bosa, when I made the pick, wasn't playing. Now he is. He is one of the highest paid defensive players in all of football history now. Despite that, the Steelers have their own pass rushing havoc master known as TJ Watt. 
And I'm sorry, it's it's one of the safest things that you can bet on is that if there is someone named Watt in the NFL, they are going to be a absolute game wrecker on defense. TJ Watt and, and Nick Bosa, those are probably the two best edge rushers in the NFL right now. I like the Steelers in this one. It's at home. I've noticed over the last couple of years, even when they are good, the 49ers can start off a little slow going into seasons. And this is going to be Brock Purdy's season opener against a really good Steeler defense. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this one. Moving on to the next game, we got Titans at Saints. I'm taking the big easy on this one. We're going to go Saints over the Titans. I I don't know where I really feel yet with Tennessee because I think they have enough talent to at least be a solid, scrappy veteran team that could fight for like a nine-win season. But I also feel like that veteran talent could fall off a cliff any day. That's my term, by the way, falling off a cliff. I think they could fall off a cliff when it comes to just getting old, being, you know, damaged goods. Ryan Tannehill missed games last year with injury. I don't trust Will Levis or Malik Willis at all. I'm taking the Saints easily to win this one. I think Derek Carr is going to be enough of an upgrade. Michael Thomas is back. Chris Olave is one of the best young receivers in the NFL. Kamara is suspended, but they have enough depth at running back, whether it's Jamal Williams. I think he'll probably get a lot, be getting a lot of touches uh, early on in the season until Kamara comes back. And I do like the Saints defense a lot more than the Titans defense. So we're taking New Orleans. Next one, we got Baker Mayfield's Bucks going up against Kirk Cousins' Vikings. I think we'll be seeing Justin Jefferson grittying all over the field as he catches ball after ball after ball and gets several touchdowns against this Tampa Bay team. I'll be honest, a lot of people think that this Bucs team is going to be one of the worst in football this year. That could be a potential thing. It depends on what Baker Mayfield does. If he can be a solid game manager, honestly, they could still be about a 500 football club this year. I think that they have the defense still. They have pieces there. Carlton Davis is a very elite corner. I look at their offense. They still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I think depending on how they show up in these early games like the Vikings, I think it will determine if names like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are on the team by the trade deadline. I've been hearing a lot of talk about Evans potentially wanting out. Hey, if you want to come find a spot on the Honolulu and Blue Wave, known as the Detroit Lions, we're welcome, Mike Evans. Please join us. But I'm taking the Vikings in this one. I think Cousins is going to be a better quarterback than Mayfield in this one. It's in Minnesota. They have a great home crowd. I'm going to take Minnesota to win this game. On to the next one. We got the Saxonville Jaguars, or Jacksonville, versus the Indianapolis Colts. So I'm taking the Jags in this one. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. His golden locks of hair are going to be flowing everywhere as he's throwing the ball all over the field on the Colts. I think that they have a decent defense, but I still don't believe enough in this Colts team to really see that they're going to be any threat for the division this year. I'm excited to see what Anthony Richardson can do. At the end of the day, I think that the Jaguars are the favorite to win this division, and I think it's an easy lock for me to pick them in this week. On to the next one. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to defeat the Browns on the road. On this upcoming Sunday, I think Burrow is going to come out and have a great performance. I think this could be a closer game than some people think, depending on what Deshaun Watson can do in his first start uh, this season with Cleveland. He didn't really get a chance to just lock in and really play well with the uh, the Browns last year because he came in during the middle of the season. But I do like this Browns team uh, to be a solid AFC contender this year. Even if they don't make the playoffs, I think the AFC is loaded. I think they'll still be a stubborn team that could – potentially close the doors on others trying to make a postseason appearance. 
I'm still taking the Bengals in this one. I think that Burrow's going to have a great performance until Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins aren't all together. Um, there, I don't think there's anyone that has a better offense than the Bengals right now. On to the next one. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons over the Carolina Panthers. I think that usually rookie quarterbacks struggle in their first appearance. This Falcons defense isn't anything that should be too scary for Bryce Young to handle. They're, they're a solid unit, but they're not elite by any means. Overall, I like the Falcons winning this one because I like the run game with Bajan Robinson, Tyler Algier. I think their their offensive line is actually fairly decent. They have decent weapons, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. It all comes down to Desmond Ritter, and I think I will be taking Desmond Ritter in this game over a rookie making his debut on the road. So give me the Falcons. And the final one. <laughs> We got the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning defending Super Bowl champs, going in against my Detroit Lions. Yes. And you know what? Give me the Lions. Give me the Leos. We are winning this game tonight. No Chris Jones. Travis Kelsey's gimpy. We are going to go nuts. Expect Jared Goff to throw three touchdowns. We're going to run for two more. My final score prediction, Lions. Beat the Chiefs 31-24. Yes, this is going to happen. Lions defeat the Chiefs. This is my prediction. I'm not ridiculous. This year is our year. This is our year. We're knocking off the Chiefs tonight. So, tell me what you think of the picks. Am I ridiculous picking my home team? Tell me that in the comment section on my Facebook page or on Spotify. If I'm ridiculous, give me a reason why I shouldn't believe. Let's see. Kelsey... Might not be able to play. If he does play, he'll be gimpy. Gives us a chance to guard him better. We drafted pieces like Brian Branch and Jack Campbell, linebackers, safeties, to try and guard this guy. And then you got C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's an absolute lockdown corner in the nickel and in the slot. Definitely a good safety as well. He can play safety to nickel. Love him as well. The energy he's bringing, he's going to be talking all night. You got Amon Ross St. Brown. You got all of these great weapons on offense. Gibbs, you just got rookie Laporta as a tight end. I think that the Lions have the best roster I've maybe seen in my entire life. And you know what? Without Chris Jones, without Travis Kelsey potentially, I will be taking the Lions. Tell me if I'm ridiculous or maybe did I talk you into it? Apparently, I'm only with 9% of America right now. But am I wrong? We'll find out when the time comes. So. Those were our picks. Let's head on to the next segment. I want to see what you guys think below. Or, again, if you want to play on my Pick'em. Again, tonight's the final night before things lock in. If you want to do my Pick'em League, we got six people in it right now. I can't wait to see what their picks up end up, end up being. And, again, it's free to play on the ESPN Fantasy app or on the web browser. All right, so I know the end of that segment, I gave you an absolute Honolulu and Blue-filled take on why I think that the Lions are going to win the game. But I wanted to go more in-depth with this matchup tonight uh, at a more neutral aspect. So, obviously, the Chiefs should be a favorite in this game. They are hosting. They are the reigning defending Super Bowl champs. I definitely think that this is a game that they should be favored in. When it comes to injuries, though, we still do not know what is going to be the case. Chris Jones is not going to be playing tonight. Travis Kelsey is questionable. For the Lions, they only have Emmanuel Mosley out, one of their corners. There's not a lot of injuries. Most, most of these teams are very healthy. And uh, I can't wait to see this game take place. For me, I think the biggest things that will happen in this game. 
my biggest questions. If Kelsey does not play, what do the Chiefs do on offense? What does it look like? Not just what do they do is like asking the questions like, uh, they, they won't be able to do anything without him. But no, what do they do? Do they become more of a run-based offense? They have three great running backs that bring three different skill sets with Pacheco, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Jarek McKinnon. They have a, a, a whole farm of running backs there pretty much, and they all bring different skill sets. I love, absolutely love how uh, Pacheco runs. It, it feels like when I'm watching him play, it's like every run is his last, and he's running so hard. McKinnon's a good receiving back. Clyde Edwards-Alaire can kind of do it both. They'll, they could have a great run game, and that could be something that they focus on to try and, and get the Lions to bunch up so they can try and air it out to their receivers. I think that's a great idea, especially if Kelsey doesn't play. I also wonder if he is out, who gets that mid-yardage kind of those touches there? Like not deep threat stuff, not short yardage screenplay, but who gets the mid-game area? Because that's what Kelsey always eats up in. Because he's too big for safeties and he's too fast for linebackers, they usually zone him. And then what do you know? He's wide open all the time because he just finds a way to beat the zone. Him and Mahomes are so locked in, it almost feels like they're just playing backyard football with each other out there. That could potentially be gone tonight. And if that is gone, it'd be the first meaningful game where that's not a, a, a case. You know, they won't be able to play with each other. And so what happens on a big game opening night? Who's going to get the ball in the middle of the field? Is it going to be one of these backup tight ends? Is it going to be, you know, some, you know, a slot guy? I know they have Sky Moore. I know they drafted a receiver in the second round. Kadarius Tony really came on at the end of the season. I worry about him when it comes to special teams. He's going to be a great returner. Questions for the Lions. Will the additions to the secondary finally help their defense? Their pass rush was okay last year. They really believe in their front seven. All they did was add Jack Campbell and uh, add Broderick Martin, a third-round defensive tackle. He might be getting some playing time as well. It seems that he has moved his way up the depth chart. The front seven is kind of the same as last year. It's all the secondary. Cam Sutton, a starting corner for the Steelers, one of the best man cover corners in the game right now. Then you get C.J. Gardner-Johnson, led the NFC in interceptions last year despite missing games. And then you have Emmanuel Mosley, a good depth piece. He'll be missing the game tonight, but they invested a lot. Not only that, they drafted Brian Branch, like I had mentioned, in the picks. So this is a team that really found out what their weakness was and doubled down on it. They drafted and they signed talent for this. Will this secondary be able to change the, the culture of this Lions defense? Because the last couple of years, they have been one of the worst in the entire league. So if they can get some sacks, if they can get pressure on Mahomes, these corners are going to have a difficult time. I swear, I think Mahomes is always covered in like oil or something like that. Like the way he just slides out of tackles in the pocket and extends plays drives me nuts. So there's a chance that we're going to draw some pressure on him and he's going to find a way to escape the pocket. These corners are going to have to lock up longer than they probably will the majority of the season. Can they do it tonight? My big concern as well with the Lions, the kicking game. This is something that just in the three years of Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes in Detroit, they have gone through like 11 kickers. Riley Patterson, my, Matt Seibert. They had uh, the Money Badger, Michael Badgley last year. They have tried everybody. They've gone through everyone with 
with kickers. They have had so many kickers, and they've had so many kicking issues. They had Badgley on the practice squad. He was the guy that was the kicker the majority of the season last year. Then Riley Patterson, a guy that played during the COVID season two years ago. Bottom line, they need to make sure they can get a comfortable kick. Because right now, if I'm a Lions fan, if it is 23 uh, to 21 and the Chiefs are up by two, and the Lions have the ball with two minutes to go, and they're around like the 40-yard line, I'm not guaranteeing a kick's going in right now. They have to be almost in the red zone for me to believe in a kick for a game-winning field goal. And that cannot be said the other way around. If the Chiefs get the ball and we're up by two with two minutes to go, I'm like, oh, shoot, they're going to run the clock out, boot a 50-yarder, it's going to go right through the uprights, and we're going to lose. That is something that people don't give enough credit to, special teams and the kicking game. Harrison Bucker is an assassin when it comes to his ability to put the ball through the uprights. And that cannot be said for anyone on the Lions right now. If it comes down to field goals, if it comes down to a game-winning field goal, I think the Chiefs are much more set to do that than the Lions. When it comes to another flaw that I see when it comes to this game, it's going to be the absence of Chris Jones. One of the best defensive players in the game right now. He is a very special defensive lineman because he can help with run stopping up the middle, but he also can force pressure with pass rushing up the middle as well. Outside of Quinn and Williams and Aaron Donald, there's not a lot of big defensive tackles that can do that anymore. So the fact that that he is going to be out due to his contract negotiations, that is a huge loss for the Chiefs. It has been shown when the Chiefs have him, they force the most quarterback pressures in the entire NFL. Without him, they are like 28th in the league when it comes to quarterback pressure. Every little millisecond matters in this game. Uh, every every little ability, just one more half second of uh, you know without pressure, so the quarterback can deliver a clean ball instead of run out of the pocket. That's going to matter in this game. And a team like Detroit that uses a lot of movement, a lot of confusion, you know, puts pieces all over the field, fakes you out. That's going to be a problem if they can get their long and developing plays off on a team that's not really rushing them with the pass. And on top of it, this Lions offensive line should be one of the best in the entire league this year. So again, if Chris Jones is out, look at the trench play in this game. I know it's not sexy. You know, there's some big boys up there, but look at the trench play. Look who's winning this one. When when they're running the ball, are the Lions getting four or five yards of carry or are they getting two or three? Is it third and longs or is it third and shorts? That's going to help determine a winner for this game as well. Part of the reason why I picked Detroit is because I like the ability for them to get the ball out quickly into their playmakers. And uh, I don't think that Kansas City's athletic secondary is going to be able to do what they want to do if the line in front of them can't get pressure. So if Goff can sit in that clean pocket or if they can get play action off right, Goff is one of the best play action quarterbacks in the NFL And I I do like the thought of them being able to win this game if Chris Jones is out. So what do you guys think about it? Again, as of right now on the matchup predictor for ESPN, it's a 66% chance for a Chiefs victory and a 33% chance for a Lions victory. I think this is going to be a really good game. I can't wait to see my team out there. Um, Honestly, as a diehard Lions fan, I have been waiting for a fun team for so many years years. There's always been teams that have made the playoffs, but this is a team where I feel like the culture is finally different. The team is finally different. And no matter what happens in this game tonight, 
I just hope it's going to be some good football. So um, it is also my birthday today. So um, thank you to anyone who's given me a birthday wish as well. Um, the fact that sometimes you don't realize how many people truly care about you until you just get a little message like, hey, thinking about you. I hope you're having a special birthday. Glad to see you made it 23 years. So, <laughs> you know, I thank you all to, to those who have who've been there for me. Um, I know there's a lot of things in my life I wouldn't be able to do without the great support of friends and family that I have. So thank you to, to all those who have been there for me. So um, that'll be the end of our episode today. You'll probably either hear me excited and talking about how we are the favorites to win the Super Bowl after tomorrow night or tonight, or um, you'll probably hear me droning and sad that the Lions broke my heart again. We'll have to find out once the game actually happens. But after that, remember, tomorrow is our college pickums. Um, I got some really good matchups. Um, honestly, I think the college games are going to be pretty good this week. We got some big matchups. Alabama, Texas. I'll need to break that one down for you tomorrow. Um, Charleston, Southern, and Clemson. I think that's a more favorable opponent. Hopefully, Clemson doesn't lose to them by three touchdowns. Um, overall, I think there's going to be some big, fun matchups, and I can't wait to talk it with you guys. So thank you all for listening. My name's Max. This has been Max Sports. I'll see you on the episode tomorrow. Adios, and remember, go Lions!